When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! How you feeling this morning, Al? Monday morning, good weekend, bad Ready to go, weekend, bro. terrible Ready to go. weekend. Oh, great weekend. Got good basketball on Friday fantastic night. Fantastic weekend. More tonight. Good? Fantastic? Yeah, yeah it's a good weekend. You got the fantastic. Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's just a good weekend. I don't know how else to describe it. Sometimes you just get a couple days off. You feel like you refresh a little bit. Went to a nice dinner on Saturday night. Chilled yesterday. Really didn't get too much done other than go to Costco at 11 a.m., which is not exactly the smartest decision. Make. You, people, you weren't the only one with that idea. Yeah, yeah. People were. Car- <laughs> By the way, you know how you know this already? People already stacked. Again, the parking lot, they're already stacked back. They're waiting for others to come now. Like you're waiting, okay, let this person unload their car. Oh, for parking places? This was, yeah, for parking. So you're, you're already, like, I just churned to get in the parking lot, and we had already seen it. Not, not the best decision to go at What'd 11 a.m. Uh, yesterday. Coffin, wash, washing <laughs> machine? Can, can what, I, I mean, what, what were you can, in the market that's, for? That's funny. Do you ever do this? This doesn't happen too much at Costco, but I guess it does. Whatever the hell you're going for, you end up with just more stuff. That happens at, like, a Target. Target's the worst, Everywhere. I think, for that, right? Got just randomly walking down uh, you know, one of the aisles, whatever the case is. You know what I randomly got with the chicken and the vegetables and the this and, and whatever else that I got, fruit and all that other stuff? Bro, a laundry uh, a laundry basket. A basket? Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you something you that's funny? Well, by the way, good, because then you could put all your stuff in the basket and take it to the car and slide it in the back seat. You're Actually, good to go. So I, wanna, I wish it played that way. The thing was awkward. Like, to get it, like, it took up 67% of the, of the shopping cart right out the gate. <laughs> What am I going to put? Chicken? How big is this laundry? Because Costco, okay, so Costco shopping carts are yeah. gigantic. I'm opening with. up a dry cleaner. <laughs> I'm, I'm opening up a dry cleaning business. I have my own laundry mat. Okay. Uh, it's pretty decent size. It's really going to be at my girl's house or whatever. But uh, it's on wheels. Got it on wheels too. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. a cart, like a not just a basket. It's got it's a. Here's a problem. Cart. Every, every one of those that we've Does got it have in the, the bar past, where you can hang things on. No, it does not have a bar, but it's like a it's like a it won't bend, like the top won't bend. Okay. Every other one of those you get, they're just demolished and destroyed. They break pretty quickly. 3 weeks into getting them. Yeah. So, I manned up and what I is said, this you know made what? Out of like carbon fiber, did you go like a military grade laundry basket? They use it in the Navy SEALs. <laughs> did you have to put the wheels on yourself? No. Come on. No, no, no. Wheels so are already wait, on there. The only thing I had to do was just take the tape off and everything else and then go. I'm confused. It's on wheels, so it has legs? Or is it, like, low on the ground? Very low. Yeah, very low on the ground. That seems so, but like, it has, you but push it like you're pushing a blocking sled at football if it's that low. Like, I, I'm confused how It's got bars. You can do seven pull-ups on it. You could do... It's got weights. How you tall put weights is it? On on, it? As it sits on the ground, how tall is it? Is it two feet tall? Oh, so it's high enough. It comes... Okay, so it's three feet tall. Yeah. It's nice and wide too. Yeah, looking nice for, and wide I'm, too. I'm looking for oh, a new a good laundry one. basket. I'm telling you, you know what's funny? When I got when I went to paying, she goes just randomly the just checking out. The lady goes, "Hey, how many of those? How many of those are left? Like, how many of those are left?" I'm like, "All right, let me think here." They were stacked on each other. I'm like, "I don't know, seven or eight. She goes, "Yeah, those fly really." And that was our conversation. And then <laughs> so it was, "Where's your Costco card?" And was it assembled already? Do you have yeah, to put it all, together? I'm not the assembly guy. 
was Lady Slayers? Did she? No, 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 it? no, no. What I'm saying is that there is no assembly. If it was like, hey, if this is in a it box, was already put. Go together. ahead and assemble it. I'm not buying it. So, but I'm confused. If they, if this thing's three feet tall and there were stacked seven of them on top of each other, yeah. were they all the way to the roof? No, 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 no. They, they, they actually very compact. Like they fit right into each other. Oh, like, so, like, like exactly. patio chairs. Oh, it, got it. Literally, okay. f- exactly. Pat- literally fit right into each other. I like that you got. It was the I, most. I don't know why. But it was you the buy most a random. Basket is really funny. To it was me. the most random purchase. You I know, like where, it. you know where you usually buy those. Did you do some laundry? Were you excited to get home? Like, hey, Lady Slee, let's do a couple. No, but loads, I was excited to get rid drive. of. I was excited to get rid of the other one. <laughs> yeah, well, they break after you drop it on the floor once or twice, and the little plastic thing comes up. It's but, a mess. But bro, that that is a Costco staple. You just end up with the most random stuff. Like you go look in somebody's cart. Like we've talked about this before. You got underwear, shrimp, <laughs> ceviche, and Jack Daniels. It's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> well, I was at Costco. You, you were that guy. Yeah, you I was had that chicken guy. and a laundry basket and uh, and a salad. And a, <laughs> chicken and salad kind of go together. The laundry basket is. And the, it was uh, all on sale. Yeah, well, it's Costco. Every it's always. A good I deal, hope it was right? on sale. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Well, if that's it was. one of those things. There's like a little hidden uh, code if you look at the tags. I forget what it is. I read mm-hmm. it one time. Like the items that end in a certain number are actually really well priced, and items that end in a different number are kind of regular price. And there's it's like point sixty nine or something it, like that. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a there's a weird number that uh, I forget what it. Not a weird number, but a specific number that. Uh, if it ends in, I'm making this up here. Like if it ends in a four, it's yeah. like on clearance or something like that. It's a it's a weird deal. Were you uh, were you out on the roads at all this weekend or? Well, not, no, not that much. No. I mean, I'd just say, let's see, that's four. I so I drove for about eight hours on Friday. Okay. Drove for what, what time did you get up to San Luis Obispo? Uh, San Luis Obispo, we rolled in a little after seven. Okay. So it took me nearly four hours to go from downtown to Santa Barbara on Friday afternoon. It was. A grind. It was one of those times where, look, Damn. I love the city where I was born. I love the city in which I live. I am an Angelino through and through. Okay, I I love Los Angeles. I love ninety nine percent of the things about it. And quite frankly, I'm not even really one of those guys that complains about traffic. No, you drive I, up. You 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 live where you live for right. a reason, and you're okay with the drive. And I'm okay up. with the drive. Yeah. I do not mind time in my car. I got to about Thousand Oaks, and I was ready to yeah. murder no, someone. No, you just you pull I, over. I I was pull so. Over over it it was such a long drive and then the drive from ventura to santa barbara Bro, was thousand just a oaks, huge mess just to get to thousand oaks yeah, it was it, that bad it was it was not good it was it was a long drive yeah. it took a very long time and then we went to slow and then the next morning we went up to paso robles did a little wine tasting which was very lovely had a great, great time came back had a nice little dinner did all that then got up yesterday morning and made it all the way from san luis obispo down to south orange the county grind it basically took all day we left san luis obispo at around eight o'clock got yeah. santa barbara spent a little bit of time with my mom and dad and then we got home and i got home about four o'clock it was a it was a full day got to listen to the dodger game that was fun was got it to, well i mean fun is the wrong word it was uh illuminating how about yeah. that it, it was illuminating to get to listen uh to the game on the radio they're not playing particularly well i and listening to the commentary and listening to the what what's happening and the leadoff doubles and not, I, I get the sense that they've just kind of They've stopped grinding, if that makes a word. Like, remember, go back a couple of years. Last year, they were better at it, but two years ago, the year they won the World Series, Mm -hmm. 
They were as good at just grinding out at bats. Find a way to win. Grinding out, Find out. innings. A- anything you need to do to win. Anything. Like little just just even okay, this guy gets a seven pitch at bat. The very next guy has a nine pitch at bat. The guy after that is a six pitch at bat. And you just grind we're not seeing a ton of that. You're not seeing productive outs. You're not seeing just really clean, crisp baseball. I don't think it's effort. I don't think it's any of those things. It's just that pass the baton, grind it out mentality. It just kind of disappeared. And listening to that game, they haven't played. They really haven't played well. A couple weeks. Three weeks, maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they had looked okay against Chicago. They looked good against the Mets, which I actually think is kind of an indicator of the whole thing, that they were good against the Mets. I think means that their attention or their grind or however you want to characterize that kind of came up because they know the Mets are a good team. They know Mm -hmm. the Mets might have the best record in the National League at the end of the line. They're competing with them on a daily basis, and it kind of like, okay, let's engage here because they played pretty well in three of the four games there. So remember they got swept by the Pirates? Yeah. And it was, okay, just avoid Pittsburgh. And we knew, obviously, the Mets series was going to start. And then you, you won the first two lost the next two to the Mets. So you kind of felt like, even walking away from the Mets series, it was like, damn, they got off to such a great start. But then they lost the last two games. The last one was kind of a grinded-out game. Yeah. Um, but since then, the the road trip that they go on, what'd they end up? I think it was 2-4, and four, something like that. The, the 2-4. Pro- and four. problem is, you know, we, we've kind of talked about this, and, and we're not going to have too many times where we can be critical about the Dodgers. They haven't given us too many reasons to be critical about the Dodgers. But I think this is one of those times where you can say, and yeah, I don't know if you saw that quote from Dave Roberts yesterday before the game started, kind of questioning a little bit of that sense of urgency. I think that it's fair to look at them right now and say, okay, hey, they're in a they're in a tough, you want whatever you want to call it, two-week, three-week. Of course it's going to happen anytime you have 162 games. But they're not really playing good baseball. You know, that that's that's the part that I, I sit back with. Yesterday, three leadoff doubles, you couldn't get a run in. Only one of those guys got to third base. Couldn't get a run in. Yeah, I mean, it, never never mind. Getting a run in, obviously, is far more important. But mm-hmm. leadoff double implies that guy at Move the worst guy case scenario. Yep. Let's get that guy to third base and see a pass ball, a sacrifice fly. There's a million different ways to get that run in there. But nobody even made productive outs. No one hit the ball to the right side of the field. There just there wasn't any sort of grind on it. And his his quote, the urgency to do what it takes to win that night on the offensive side hasn't been there. It's not a lack of care. It's not a lack of try. But the mindset has to get back to whatever it takes to win a game. It's one of those things. Everybody feels like they're trying to barrel everything. Everybody feels like you're trying to hit the ball over the And, and I get it. Weird. That's modern baseball. That's, but, but that's not so what made them them. To. It's not what made them mm-hmm. them. Not when they were really cranked up. I mean, I know they hit a ton of home runs, but every guy was a tough out, and you're getting some fairly easy outs against them all of a sudden, which is not what they typically do. Now, five alarm fire, far from it. It's not a big deal as long as they can get back to it. But when you play badly for, you know, we're, we're coming in Almost a month. 40% of the season. Yeah, you're coming Almost into 40%. a month where, and I don't think they played badly the whole time, but the, for the last three weeks, they have not looked sharp. And bad habits beget more bad habits, and... I'd like to see them go away sooner than later. I'd like to see them really grind out at bats. So by the time the starting pitcher of the other team is in the fourth or fifth inning, you're looking at 80 pitches, yeah. 90 pitches. Yeah. It's like, look, this guy's going to – because once you get in that pen, your chances to get some runs go through the roof. I think they scored four runs over the weekend. Nothing. They got shut out again yesterday. And Julio, as great as – I know he gives up those two solos in the first, but struck out 10 – you know, he, he, it's not his fault. He has great. The, you know what's kind of funny about him? Last year, he had such great run support. 
and this year it's the complete opposite. He's getting absolutely no love, so his record doesn't really tell the full story. But um, but that's just another example. Four runs over the course of three games. You you put your finger on it. First of all, one loss record for a pitcher is terribly misleading sometimes. Not always, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's very misleading. His one loss record this year is misleading. Mm-hmm. His one loss record last year was a little misleading for sure. opposite reasons. Because and, and every year it goes like this. There's a guy on your pitching staff who gets an inordinate amount of run support, mm-hmm. and there's always a guy who gets the exact Never. opposite. Yeah. And no matter what he does, he's going to get zero, one, maybe two on a big day. Julio's been both of those guys in back-to-back years. Last year, he was the guy that, whoa, number seven's pitching? Okay, we're going to score eight runs tonight. And they would. And now it's, oh, number seven's pitching? Yeah, we'll get zero. <laughs> maybe we'll get one. It's just funny how quickly he went from being the good luck guy to the bad luck guy. And so far this season, he's pitched pretty darn well. But the results, as far as winning and losing games and the pitches in, it's just not there right if now. You can be, if you can pinpoint one thing that just through almost 40% of the season you're most critical about with the Dodgers, what, what comes to mind? Their offense coming and going. Mm-hmm. It, it, it does not feel like they are just grinding up pitchers the way they did a couple of years ago. And maybe it's just the construction of the lineup. Maybe yeah. it's a bad space. But the thing moving forward now, of course, is what I want to get into next. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance is – what do you do with Walker Bueller on the rack for what looks like at least a couple of months yeah. and maybe longer than that? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee and Ask Slee is coming up at 1045. That's only about a half hour away on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So you're kind of on the fence for tomorrow? Just, is, that, is that how it goes? Do you have to just hit the button and see what happens? Check the website? How does it work? Take, take me through it. Do you have jury duty? Jury maybe? duty, potentially. Potentially, okay. So I got to call at 7. I, you got to call between 7 p.m. on Monday or Tuesday before 6 a.m. Okay. So I'll call at 7. And they say, And they're going to say, yes, you have to come in, or no. And I think I have to do that the whole week. Okay. You yeah. will. I think you'll get. I think you're going to get lucky. I'm knocking on wood. Well, for I've you. had it before, be and I can't even remember because it was like seven, eight years ago, something like that. I've had it before where I've had to go in, and then when I went in, they like said, into the courthouse, into the courthouse, and then when I went in, they were like, "Yeah, we don't need you," and then it was done. Was Thanks. Like, well, you guys also have a great day, and God bless America. As I put you- my. <laughs> Hand over my heart. You should have floated around to other courtrooms and see if they needed any help. Like, hey, I'm down here. I uh, anybody need an extra juror? I took the got, day I off. Day I mean, off. I might exactly. as well use it. Exactly. I'm looking for a free sandwich and to send someone to jail. I just. <laughs> and you actually get called in yeah, the courtroom. Just walk into a random, random uh, court. I'm like, I'm like guilty. You're like, what? Your Honor, I saw him out in the lobby, and I can just tell by the look on his face that guy's up to no good. Just, I'm just so saying, put him away. You actually sat in a juror's box. No, it wasn't – it was like a – how do I describe it? There were a ton of people, and you would just wait for your name to be called. Yeah. Once your name was called, they would just tell you, hey, you stay or you go. And I was like – they're like, you go. And then we just made eye contact, and then they were on to the next person. I kind of slowly walked up. 
and left. It was like very a defense awkward. Defense lawyer and a, very awkward. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, we we good. We, out, we, nope. Yeah, they already nope, moved nope. on to another name, so I'm like, I, I got to get the hell out of here. I I think I want to be on one. You know, I think I think I'd like yeah. to be in one and just kind of. I, I feel like it's I'd like be a one like, year trial. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you're pretty you know judgy. What? It's funny <laughs> if you if I was going to do it, I don't want to do like some traffic accident where somebody's suing an insurance. No, you company. want the real deal. I want yep. something where someone's going away for a long time, right? That if I want to have somebody's life in my hands, With the spicy I, stuff. I, I want to really make sure that I can really affect. I this I want to have someone's <laughs> life. In my yeah, hands. Yeah, and, and by the way, I don't need. Damn, to hear, I don't need to hear any facts. I don't need to hear any testimony. I, I just need, need to look at you. I don't need. I just want to see your body. Demeanor. Just want to see how you walk in. That's it. I can make my decision right there. Eh, you know, he's walking pretty confidently. His shoulders are back. I don't think he did it. Let There's him lose. all this evidence that he's guilty. Eh, I won't be listening. I'll play and you're Tetris the only on one of the of the uh, juror where you're like, no, no, this guy, no. Yeah, but they have they found the bloody knife in his hand in his apartment. Eh, I think he was making a mistake. Did you not watch? Did you not watch the video? <laughs> I didn't see it. Eh, I didn't, didn't see it. I checked out after the first couple of minutes. Was interesting to me. You can make those up any day. <laughs> yeah, right. Prove that it's real. Right. I'd, I'd be that guy. I just. I'm just saying. I feel like I'd be a good juror. Prove that the video is <laughs> yeah. real. You're never getting on after this conversation. What do you mean? I think they'd be rushing to get me on. If you're a prosecutor, you'd love to have me. Right. Hey, do you think he did it? I do. You haven't heard any testimony yet. Eh, I can tell. I just feel like 30 minutes later. Now he didn't do it. Now he's good. You just keep jumping back and forth. You never know. Maybe I get a good cup of coffee that morning. Did I not get a good cup of coffee that morning? It's time for some straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless straight talk wireless. No contract. No compromise. Um, The forerunner is gone. Slee. When when I was making my way up to San Luis Obispo on the weekend, it sold on Friday afternoon. Never even got a chance to take it to my guy. Never even got a chance to take it to the mechanic to try to negotiate the price down a little if it bit. Was, if, it was, Sold. if it was still there today, would you have bought it? I would have taken it to my mechanic to get it looked at. Yeah. And if he would have given me a thumbs up, I would have bought it. Is Bobby the mechanic? <laughs> Bobby is not the mechanic. But, yeah, Francisco was very cool. He called me on Facebook. He said, hey, I know you wanted to see the car on Monday. Just sold. I said, okay. Not meant to be. Not meant to be. But it's funny. The Twitter feed on Friday was blowing up was pro, like, and, eh. pro, no, pro and con. It was really interesting. Uh, there were two very distinct camps. Most people were like, "You, that's way too old. It's a huge risk. But there were a number of people that owned that vehicle or very one uh, similar to it. Like, it no, had no, some no, positive no. You need. I'm telling you, I still drive my 97 4Runner. It's got 380,000 miles. You, you're good to go. Got a, more than one or two of those. I got a handful of those. Well, John will feel a lot more comfortable for you today well john has been sending me ads off of auto trader and craigslist and everything else saying hey what about this one what about this one so he's like my uh, he's like broker. a broker he's, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's trying to hook he's a up broker on the side so it's on 15 percent commission <laughs> well if that's the case nothing then we're, we're out i'll just say i found it on my own i know you said john here's this. 300 300 three here's here i'll peel them off three george washington's that's the way that that's going feels like a lifetime ago walker bueller out for six to eight weeks yeah. as of Friday, a flexor tendon strain. Um, he hasn't pitched well all season mm-hmm. long, Slee. This is not a out of the left field where he was just cruising and blowing guys away, and the next thing you know, wait, wait, what? He had to leave the game with, with elbow, um, a elbow strain? He has been something far less than himself, more or less all season. 
even going back to the end of last season, he just hasn't been Walker Bueller. Who keep go go back even further? Go back to like middle of August, maybe even was early. Was this a game against the Giants? Well, yeah, but I was just thinking he he was on the list to win a Cy Young award. Yep. He was yep. re- it was him, it was Scherzer, it was Corbin Burnson, um, uh, the guy uh, in, in Milwaukee that ended up winning it. Uh, that those were the guys that were on the list, and then he really didn't pitch great after that and has continued to not pitch great and here we are he could be done he could be done for the rest of the year they're saying six to eight weeks but listening to dave roberts listening to the guys talk about it yesterday that if they're lucky they'll get him back by the end of the yeah, year Yeah, the way they said it too is like six to eight weeks and then after that time frame he basically starts as if it's spring training right, right? it's got to ramp up and everything else so we'll see what happens there uh you, you said this was it last week you said you don't think they win a world series if Walker Bueller is not Walker Bueller, something to that effect, right? Like he's going to have to be, and we weren't talking about injury. It had nothing right. to do with that. It just had to do with, listen, you got to have your ace be your ace. You know, last year when we were, last year's roster and their pitching staff, whether it was you started the season and Trevor Bauer was a part of that, uh, part of the mix, or you went out and you got Max Scherzer, um, you had, of course, with Kershaw, with the way Julio was pitching, whether it was he got a lot of runs or not, he was a 20-game winner, whatever the case is, you felt like you had this really solidified um, rotation. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Bauer no longer a part of the roster. Dustin May ends up getting injured. I don't know how this season, how you've kind of perceived this year, but it seems like the further we go, there's got to be some teams out there saying to themselves – hey, maybe there is a little bit of chance against the Dodgers. Before the season started, I think it was really tough to kind of mentally to Talk say, yourself into how it. the hell do you beat the Dodgers? And I think for – let me use the Padres as an example, or the Giants. I'm not going to – I don't think either of those teams thought to themselves, let's go win the division. It's just let's be the top of the – Hang around. Hang around. Be yep. a part of the six. Now, if you're a team like the Padres, still, I still think that let's is – hang around. I, let's just hang <laughs> yeah, around. Right, I agree with you. But you're a half game there, and, and to kind of just be in the mix there, I think it's a little bit of a surprise. So there's a couple of things here. No, number one, the Dodgers have not played well for three weeks, you know, by their standards, and they're still in first place. Mm-hmm. That, that's how good they are. That we're talking about a team that feels like it's firing you know, on half of its cylinders – they're still in first place. That's how good of a team that they are and how high the expectations are. That's number one. Um, the Bueller thing is interesting because, and I want to be very careful how I say this, I, I'm not accusing anybody of anything. I, I re- would love to know, is this something that was when they look at, like, okay, I know they said it doesn't need surgery, yep. and it's a it's a I think elbow I know where you're going on this. If, is it one of those? Ooh, that maybe we could. Maybe let's shut it down and cross our fingers and hope that he comes back and he's ready to go. Or is this one of those? Hey, look, he's going to be fine. We just yep. need to let this thing simmer down. We just need to let it heal. We just need to let him get back to being himself. We can start to ramp him up again, middle of August. By the time we get to the middle of September, he's back and he's ready to go, and he's fully Walker Bueller. Is there some? opportunity in a two-month span of time to just kind of get right again with the rest because he's been pitching a lot. He's been the the, the workhorse of this team for mm-hmm. the last three or four seasons, and now this is the first time he's kind of broken down since he got hurt in college and he got a Tommy John surgery. But could it just be, hey, look, let's get him some time to get right, to get fully functional again, or is this, hey, you got to cross your fingers and hope that, that that elbow strain doesn't turn into something scarier? I'll tell you what my gut says. My gut says the latter. My gut says... You think it's a serious thing? I, not even... I, I just don't think... 
let, let me – there was uh, about a week ago I saw this stat in Major League Baseball, and it said teams with the most innings pitched among starters. You know who was not on that top five list? The Dodgers. And I thought, oh, wow, that's a great stat for the Dodgers, mm-hmm. that they're not on that list mm-hmm. because what we noticed last season, they ran out – like that's the best way to – there's no other way to describe it. They ran out of gas. The tank was was empty by the time you got to the postseason. Literally, by the time you got to the postseason. So I I mention that because um, I think strategically they are they are approaching this season different than they did last year, and probably learn from some of their mistakes. And but it doesn't feel like a situation like this. I I don't I don't think they would go to this precaution. Unless there was something with Bueller. I, 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 there, there's something for sure. I, and that's why I want to be careful. I'm not suggesting that this was just, hey, let's just give him a couple months and let him. I, I don't think it's that. Like, there's clearly something to shut him down for this period of time. I'm just kind of speculating at the severity of it all. Because remember when Kershaw went down at the end of last year and it was, hey, is he going to have to get an elbow redone? Is yep. this just time? And he comes back and these look pretty good. Could it be something like that where it's just, we just need time. It'll be fully healed. Or is it, okay, we're going to give it some time and now you cross your fingers if and it hope is, that it doesn't go again. If it's the first thing that you said, listen, it could work to their benefit. Sure it could. Of course it can, sure especially it when you got Gonsolin pitching the way he has, especially you got some other guys that have stepped up that you really didn't think about that would be their Kershaw. You know what's ironic on Saturday? Kershaw comes back okay. the day that Bueller yeah, went down. goes down. That kind of was a little ironic right there. At some point, Heaney's going to come back. We know what some of these other – um, May is scheduled to come back around the All-Star break So, and I, and The only reason why I mention it that way, I set it up that way, is if the idea is if this was August, your season's over. But it's not. I don't think it's over. Even with well, – let, let's just say that, you know, hold, you know if it was the same scenario let's in August. Say, if Walker, let's just play it out. Yeah. Walker Bueller is unavailable for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, he doesn't pitch during the regular season. He's unavailable uh, in, for October and beyond. Bad news for sure. He's your number one I guy. I mean, his season is over. Yeah. Not, not the, oh, not the Dodgers' okay. season okay. is okay. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I still think, first of all, if you're looking for silver linings, I think the silver lining in this is it's going to make them make a move sooner than later. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to, whether it's bring somebody up, whether it's in, you know, or make, make a trade, I, I think you're going to see them get slightly more aggressive than they may have otherwise had he been grooving along. I think that's the silver lining. The other part is, some guys like Gonsolin, some guys like Tyler Anderson are going to get a little bit more on their plates moving forward. Mm-hmm. So by the time you get to the September, by the time you get to October and beyond, hopefully that they've gone through this once or twice. They've pitched in some of these big games. Yeah. And now it's not just, hey, I'm here and I'm filling in for the – No, it's I'm not, carrying no, the you're, load. You're carrying the load, yeah. right? Gonsolin's already got there. Tyler Anderson had a bad outing his last time. It's okay. But he's, whatever. he's pitching well. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. pitched well. It was, it was a bad day. But – for the first time, you can look – we were talking about this in spring training. We were talking about when they got off to a good start. You said it. You can look at this and say, you know what? Their offense isn't functioning the way it's supposed to. Their pitching staff has some cracks in it. Kershaw's already missed time. Bueller's down for a while. Orius is having some bad luck. That you can kind of – if you're the Mets, if you're the Brewers, those teams that probably do think they can beat the Dodgers in a series – you're looking at yeah, this is this is good news for us. Mm-hmm. And now the Dodgers have to, as opposed to, are we going to win the game by ten game, division by ten games, twelve games? Just can we hold on long enough to get all our guys back in at full strength? Can I, can I? This is the best way that I could describe it. How many different times this year have you and I sat here and been like, there's not really much of an angle with the Dodgers because they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Isn't this why you play the game? 
and I and I and I I say that because you're right. There's a there's a a scenario right now with the Dodgers where you shouldn't feel maybe as comfortable as you did when the season originally started. Yes, that there still is a lot of more lot more baseball to play, and like you said, teams out there might have a little bit more hope that they can hang with the Dodgers. It's funny. Do I feel as good about them as I did at the beginning of the season? No. Do I still think they're going to win the division? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Sure, that, Do I still think they're the team to beat going into the postseason? Yes. It, it, it's come down. It went from a, I think they got a 70, I'm making up 70% chance of winning the whole thing to yeah. now I believe it's kind of a coin flip, which still means you're at the front of the line, right? No one else has a coin flip chance of winning this thing, and I still think that the Dodgers do. All right, we'll continue to talk about the Dodgers and how they move forward because there was a, there was a couple of other things, and I got a question for you about the Angels last night. Watched the little Angels, watched uh, Mike Trout being interviewed in the middle of the game, and a very unusual thought crossed my mind. I'll hit it with you next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Should I have looked at the price of Bitcoin recently? Is that something I should be keeping my eye on? Why did you ask me that? Just ask because it's definitely going the other way. What's the? I, I don't remember the last time we talked about it. Was it going up or down the last time we talked about it? Um... You told me somebody that you know that you've known for a long time has always been kind of weary on Bitcoin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My accountant, the king. And then, uh, and it's it's. I think it went. I, think, I asked him, "Hey, give I me think five it's seconds." I think its high was sixty nine thousand dollars a share, something like that. Yikes! And I think right now it's twenty four thousand. So it's down. <laughs> You're saying? I mean, the entire sixty nine is more than global 29. market is down. But yeah, yeah. yeah well, you know some. Some stuff going on. We in should the world. do CNBC right now. We yeah, I, just, like, I feel start like doing uh, our Wall I feel Street like I wouldn't talk. Be good, very good at that. I, I feel like there would be less things to make fun of. And for for instance, if we were doing CNBC, I don't know if I could ask Emily exactly why she watched a movie that's forty something years old. Why did you do that? Because I just was sitting there and I was like, I should watch Stand by Me, and it was referenced in a movie in a show I had watched earlier, and I just hadn't gotten around to see it, and I was like. Why not? And it's like very Stranger Things like, and I was still feeling that nostalgia, like there. But I really liked it. It was good. It was just like um, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. It just was Stephen like King book. I kept on being like, why? Where are these parents? It's two. They've been gone for two days. If that happened right now, there'd be like missing people all I, over the I, place. I can tell you right now, that is a generational thing for you. I get it. Like my kids, if they disappeared for a couple of days, not disappeared, but you, if you didn't check in with them for a couple of days. Back when I was a kid, you could have done, and that was twenty years after the movie was set, <laughs> right? So you could have disappeared for a, you could. I'm going to go sleep over at 
Paul's and you tell me to come to my house, we could go camping somewhere. No one would ever have known. Oh my gosh. Like that yeah. was like the main thing going through my head most of the time. And then also like how 80s bullies were like literally evil. You like, know that movie was like... set in the 50s, oh, not sorry. the 80s, right? 50s, yes. But <laughs> I feel like it's just like these movies are just so evil. And I just remind me of the Stranger Things too. Like those people are just like ridiculous. See, how... this, is, this is what's happened now. That because we've done better as a society, because yep. we've gotten nicer to one another, bullies serve a purpose. We, we need, honestly, I think we need a little more. We need to bring some more Kiefer Sutherland era bullies back into the world to kind of. Like his bleached keep, hair, though. Just to kind of keep everybody on yeah. the straight and narrow to let them know, nah, you can't do that or the bullies will get you. It felt like they were kind of like the guardrails of society keeping you, you in, do in still a When couple. I watched that movie when I was a kid, I was scared of Kiefer Sutherland. Well, sure. Yeah. He's terrifying yeah, in that movie. Boys he's too. very, yeah, very scary. scary. He has a little knife. It's yeah, crazy. He's a scary guy in that movie. He's super scary. That's how our, that's how our childhood was, you and I. We just were just, I'm not kidding, back when I was... Just what? Finish the thought. We would go out for two days and, and wouldn't wouldn't talk to anybody could, and go do you, whatever we let, want. Let me ask you this. Hell no. You couldn't have, I could have gotten away with that very, very easily. Oh, are you kidding me? Very, very Absolutely easily. Absolutely not. My, uh... Definitely, if I was gone for three hours, my mom was like, "What's going on in the neighborhood?" Oh, we would be gone. Mom, all I you see me at the cul-de-sac, at the cul-de-sac playing basketball. I would jump on my bike, right, ride over to my buddy Rick's, and I'd leave the house at eight o'clock in the morning. I would call my mom or dad on yep. the phone and say, "Hey, yep. I'm gonna spend the night at Rick's." Okay, that was it. I'd come home at eight o'clock the next night. Yeah. That was it. We could have. Ours he was done like, the same thing. Ours and never would have dodged some trains. Ours was like. Uh, a negotiation for our lives to spend the night at somebody's house. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I don't know. Is, is uh, the streets of El Cajon, or you need to have your head on a swivel? Is that what's going on down there? No, not at all. I didn't think so. It wasn't like that. It's uh, Mom I think just wanted to know a, where you were. I think it's a Middle Eastern family. No, Emily thing. said she wouldn't have gotten away with it, but then yeah. not a chance. Yeah. Bunch, could you have disappeared for a, a night? Uh, yeah, I think my mom is a little bit more not lenient on yeah. stuff, so I think I could have disappeared for a night. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two hours gone. It was set the <laughs> helicopter yeah. flying around. The SWAT team out there looking for you along the way. Why are we, Mom? I'm literally at Parker's. Started pieces of the puzzles all starting to come together. But you liked the movie. I did like the movie. Sad and then, ending. Yeah, sad ending. And then I watched another movie. Well, I will never trust any Uber driver ever again. What movie was and that? And it's called Spree. It's set. It's uh, takes place in like modern day Los Angeles, and it's the guy from Stranger Things. Joe Keery's in it, and Essentially, he is someone who's trying to get famous on YouTube. He's trying to get like subscribers, and so he videotapes all of this driving that he does with this app Spree, which is their version of Uber. And then he just goes on killing sprees of people. So, and then he records it on this. And I'm like, it's it was very interesting. Family because, movie. Yeah, exactly. It was filmed like it's on Instagram stories and like YouTube. So, like the whole oh, movie God. looks like it's on. What? Tell live. me the name of that movie again, so I can make sure to never see it. <laughs> because <laughs> everything you describe sounds like something I would loathe. It's called Spree. Yeah, yeah wow. you would hate it. Yeah. I think you would absolutely hate it. But I watched it and I was like, that was a waste of my time. <laughs> so, but what, never you, going you go to Do you go to Lyft now? Do you walk? What do you? I, I'll you probably walk or trust someone else to to, to to drive me. It would take a lot for me to to punt on ride shares, Al. I I I, I need to get home safely. I, I feel like I'm I'm relatively worth the chance, safe. worth <laughs> yeah, the risk. And, you know, it's take, my time. It's yep. my time. What are you going to do? I got to take the chance. What are you going to do? Here's Mike Trout last night when asked by the uh, ESPN Sunday Night crew if the Angels have been wasting his talents. I mean, yeah, it gets old. I mean, I'm obviously, I want to get to the playoffs. Um, you know, 
the front office this year, and obviously with bringing in Perry, you know, it's uh, the mindset of get, bringing in great players, great great contributors, and uh, you know, Perry wants to win, and everybody in this in this clubhouse wants to win. We got a great team this year. He did a great job in the offseason bringing guys in, and uh, we got a great relationship. Okay, so the question was, hey, do you get tired of the conversation yeah. about your talents being wasted? And yeah. I mean, you know what I would love to hear from him? And, and it's very easy for me to sit here and try to tell Mike Trout what he should say. I mean, he's, he, he's the one that has to live in his own skin. But mm-hmm. I would love to hear, you know what, I, I don't, I'm tired of the conversation, but what I'm more tired of is the losing. I really I, I want to play in the playoffs, and whatever that means is that what it means. If it's here, great. That would be my first choice. But if it's not, I'm open to just about anything at this point in my career. I really need to go play in some of these games. I'm in the other side of 30. I would love for it to happen because, A, it would be a massive story, and, B, everybody in the universe would sit up really straight like, did he just say that I'll go somewhere else if it means i got to go win as opposed to, well, we got a great team. No, you don't. You're under 500. You just fired your manager. You're coming off of 10 years where you've been 500 or worse, basically. This, well, we're trying. Yeah, I know you're trying. I know that the Perry Manassian is trying, but the, the results really haven't been there. I would love to see him hold some feet to the fire. So tell me what he said that I should be surprised about. Because is that not is that not Mike Trout? You know what I mean? Because everything that You're you right. just everything that you just explained, bro, that that have made as big a news. Uh, I use the Otani quote as an example. Otani made news at the end of last year. Otani made news. Otani's news was okay. I can. Otani has the you know what to say that. I have not heard that from Otani. Wow, that you know you remember that. But Trout showed us for how many years now that no, that's not what he's going to say. And, and I think what yesterday, unfortunately, I think is just another example of an opportunity for Trout. You and I have talked about this. I don't know what he's doing behind the scenes, but all I could do is judge what's happening um, when he does Whatever have a mic he's in doing front behind of behind the scenes isn't, isn't working or isn't has no effect, right? Right. And part of me thinks then okay, then he's okay with it. I, I think that's a fair assumption. Yesterday, him getting an opportunity and that question being asked, because nothing came out, there was no surprise. The way you describe of how you wish he would say this, you're right. But after X amount of years, should we be expecting him to say that? <laughs> you're, you couldn't be more spot on. I, my expectations are completely unrealistic. You're, you're right. The expectations of him coming out with a pointed criticism of I wish he would. his team. I Me too. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just holding on a little too tight. But, yeah, I've been here 10 years. I love the organization. The guys here have made me wealthy beyond my what. But I really want to play in some games past the end of September that matter. I re- I've only done it once. It was really quick. We were three and out. I was just at the beginning of my career. It was 10 years ago. I'm ready to go do that again. And if it's not here, that would be a real shame because this is where I wanted it to happen, but I want it to happen. Do you remember, do you remember, dun, dun, dun. Do you remember last week we were talking about Rasheed Wallace potentially coming in? He's going to be an assistant coach for the Lakers. And Darvin Ham, um, just his mindset. And Anthony Davis was brought up. And it was, hey, do you think these two guys – can turn AD into this. And you said, Allie, he's been in the league for X amount of years. You're right. You reach a certain point where I'm supposed to expect right. something different. Whose fault is it? Mine. Right. <laughs> you're, you're right. But, but I don't like you using my own arguments against me. I've decided that you're a bad guy today. No. That, but, but I, you're fall, I, fall into this, right. I fall into this trap very often in the world of sports. You want somebody to be somebody that they're not. And I think that that the more you explain the trout of it, the more I think you're, we're setting ourselves up 
for failure if we think he's going to say something different. Christopher Holmes kind of put it, what we're talking about into perspective. It's weird to hear Trout's voice there. I don't think I've ever heard him talk before. <laughs> and I think he's he's got the the laughing crying emoji, so I th- he's kidding a little bit, but you don't hear from him very often. No, you don't. And and he was on for the better part of two innings yesterday, and I feel like I didn't get a whole lot of other than Alex Bregman won their fantasy league. I didn't get a whole and bunch that he out may of that. not be the commissioner moving <laughs> forward. Right, right. right. It's, he's very cautious about how he he interacts. He's you know talked about the weather like they do. He likes the yep. weather. He likes to get excited for storms and. I was just waiting for we yeah, need we a need thirty. A, we need to get a guy that can pitch today. We you need guys a, know anybody? We need a thirty for thirty on that fantasy league. By the way, that's uh, it. Just he, on that phase, nothing else. I want no other details. Be more interesting than the two innings he spent talking about <laughs> the other stuff. I know that. That's for sure. Ask Slee coming up next. Stravin Slee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So you know my first question, Al. Is, do you want to do a phone call or do you want to do a Twitter ask, Slee? Why don't you pick? You want me to pick? Okay. Yeah. Let's start with Chris. And he says, Slee, when you used to get a haircut, would you whip out a picture of a dude on your phone and show it to the stylist <laughs> and say, like that? And if so, was that picture of Woj? <laughs> Hashtag ask Slee. I love how Woj. Poor Woj. Woj has no idea why he's mentioned 39 times on this show. <laughs> he's a legend. That's why. That's right. Um, no, I wouldn't do that. But you know what I would do? Do you ever go back in the day to those barber shops? And they'd have yeah, the, 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 the grid. <laughs> Give yep, me the that's one. Four. I want that one. Sir, you don't have enough hair. <laughs> I want that one. How they, do you want the back? They uh, ha- number three. <laughs> It, taper rounded whatever they would do there's a place that i used to go to now it's just way too crowded i don't go there anymore yep. but that had like and they don't even have like faces they just have the hair like there's not even a face on top of the hair no it's it, just the silhouettes of the hair that's where we've got to where it's like you're you're hurting somebody if you have their face and it's all blurred the face is just blurred yeah. Number three, is that a hidden camera? Like, the, yeah, like like the court where they put the little blue dot over the guy's face. Maybe that's uh, that's what we could do. Oh, Let's funny. go to the phone and Pasadena. Kevin, you're up. You're on next with Ask Slee. What do you got, Kevin? Hey there. So we're right in the throes of barbecue season, and my hashtag Ask Slee is, say a good friend or a family member of good standing asks you to a barbecue, but it's at a public park. And they're grilling on that janky public grill mm-hmm. that they have out there. You don't know what's been on there before, what animals have been in and around it. So when you go there, do you just throw caution in the wind and eat whatever grilled meat is served to you? Or are you loading up on the potato salad and appetizers? <laughs> Hashtag Ashley. It's a good question. Thank you, Kevin. I don't have any issue with that. Neither do I. As long as they're taking, you know, just kind of brush it off a little bit. All the fire is going to kill anything that's on there. Let's freaking eat. Yes. 
I, I, like, I can't do a potato salad if there's some carne asada on there. <laughs> so what Kevin was saying, my wife, we'll go for a walk down by the yeah, beach yeah. fairly regularly, and there's always families using those barbecues yeah. that are in the park or on the, the beach. Never had right? an issue with that. And she's like, I can't believe people use those. I'm like, why not? It's 900 degrees on the surface of that grill. Nothing's living on that thing. It's fine. Just scrape it with a wire brush and turn get the coals going. It's fine. How about I, when I you go to a that. restaurant and you're eating off of like the benches and the plate? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. Think about all the germs. I don't have 900 degrees <laughs> burning everything off before I eat it. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with glad. you. I, I, that, that is one I'm like, yes. I'm gonna, if it looks good, but I'm going to eat it. There's a lot of people, I think, that are like that. They go to one of those parks say, how the hell do you use it? I'm like, no, nah, let's eat. Capitano Matt says, do you enjoy going to the dentist or are you a regular person? Hashtag ask sleep. I got issues with the dentist. Do man. you really? I can't stand it. Really? I cannot stand it. You've told me you like it, right? I do. You like the feeling of getting your teeth cleaned Clean and all as a that whistle. stuff. I love that feeling. Can't do it. I mean, I I can do it. I obviously do it. Uh, do you I take had the one... gas when you go in there, so you're nice and chill. Say that again. Do you take the gas when you go in there? No, because some people need to get the gas. It's no, such I, I, an anxiety I, I, thing. I don't need. I don't need any of that. Okay, but it's it's it's. Let me tell you part of the things that bother me when you're at a dentist. First of all, it's the like. Spitting everywhere and they're sucking everything up. And <laughs> it's, it's like, like close yeah. your mouth, and then it's like in my tongue, and, and I, I don't know what's going on. Right? <laughs> the spraying is all over my face and I don't everything like that else. Either. That's not great. And you got somebody literally looking over you. Two <laughs> like, of them, right? You got one that's doing just the suction cup. The other one doing the drilling and the cleaning and everything else. I had uh, probably in the last month, I got one of those. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to go get a cleaning every six months, uh-huh. right? And every time you're done getting one, they just set up your next one six months down the road. They hit me up. They're like, hey, it's coming up on Thursday. I'll, uh, I'll call you guys back. <laughs> Peace. I'll call you guys back. No, so there's two things for me. I, I Like I said, I do like going to the dentist. I like that feeling of fresh out of the dentist. I take pretty good care of my teeth, so not a big deal for me. But the smell of that dental oh. office is really a lot. Like because and it's 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 the just that's the, oh, the other thing. The, drilling, the sound man. is a real trigger. That is a bad deal back there. But other than that, I'm all right. Okay, dude, and slow. I, li- I like that. Other than that, but, but see, I don't. Go. I haven't gotten a cavity in forever, so I don't mm-hmm. get my teeth drilled. And I can, can once you're in there for a minute, the smell of tooth dust kind of and they want to talk to you. I'm like, what are we talking about? But see, that's what I like. You get they have their hands in my mouth, right? Uh-huh. I can't talk, so they just talk the whole time. I just have to sit yeah, there and zone like, out. So what do you do? for a living I'm like, what do you want me to say here well see if you have the right hygienist and or dentist they don't ask that question yes or no questions yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-uh mm-hmm. uh-huh uh-uh uh-huh uh-uh that's that's all they're gonna get right because you can make those those sounds but if they say have you ever been to the grand canyon and what's Spring? your thoughts on bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's bad dental conversation right there uh dude and slow I'm approaching the junction of the 405 and 101 freeways, okay. which is the bane of my existence, and I'm pretty sure a gateway to the netherworld. Is there a heavy traffic area that you hate driving through? Hashtag Ask Sleep. Yes. Either coming into downtown or leaving downtown. There is the – let's use leaving downtown as an example. When you're leaving downtown, do you take – I'm trying to think here, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back on the 110, right? Take the 110 all the way down. But when you're just getting on, first off, it's a 50% chance that that, that on-ramp's even open. <laughs> Last week, it was closed all was. week. Yeah. All week, it was closed. But when you just start getting on and you could just start seeing all the converging, the convert, as convergence, I, as, I, as I try to explain it, 
literally every car from every freeway and bridge, everyone's just coming along. I'm like, what the hell is this? It's not a great spot. That's a good spot. I feel or like a it's like spot. a it's like an artery just clogged. Like, what did I just eat? You had nothing but fast food for the last 20 years, and you're getting into that uh, just that little spot right there. This spot for me, you'll appreciate this. And I, I'm genuinely curious because there are spots all over yeah. town that are I have another. I have another one that also has it. Going on the 5 south of Camp Pendleton, once you're trying to go to or from San Diego, I was just gonna say you're that. pinned in there. There's nowhere to go. You can't get off. There's no super or surface streets. You are stuck, and you are there for the whole day. There's something about that Oceanside Camp oh. Pendleton where you just – there's nowhere to go, like you just said. There are no side streets. There's nothing else. You've got the window seat on a flight. You need the restroom very badly, okay. and you cannot hold it any longer. Mm-hmm. Your stranger seat partner – you yep. do not know this person – is asleep. Do you wake them, Yeah. try getting through without waking them, mm-hmm. or do you just try and hold it? Hashtag yep. ask sleep. My bad, buddy. Sorry, man. I apologize, but I really got to go use the restroom, and then I'm I'm going to go use the restroom. There's nothing I could do. If I really got to go – I, there, there's there has to be an understanding when you book these seats. If you're the middle guy, okay, you're in the worst position because not only are you in the middle, but you have the chance of the idiot at the window needing to go use the restroom. You got to get out too, right? So you have that one. You have the aisle guy where you feel good about yourself because you got the aisle and you don't have to interrupt anybody. But no, there's two people to your right. They're going to have to go use the restroom. Does any a? I would love to meet somebody that thinks they're going to hold it for that. We've you got to once you've decided it's dire enough no, that I have to. You're no, it's over. It's over. Yeah, and you plus, go. you can't sneak by someone without no. waking them. You, I mean, there's like what a I six jumping inches over of my space. chair to then. I'm like, what do I do? How am I doing that? Yeah, that's not you got even the person in front no, of no, you no. leaned all the way back. I'm bothering them because I'm holding on trying to get through. All right, one more here. This is from Jacob. Lady Slee is making a pie and asks you to go to the store for vanilla ice cream. Okay. The store has five types of vanilla. He's attached a picture, by the way, of all of these types. Vanilla, French vanilla, vanilla bean, triple vanilla, and golden vanilla. Which are you getting and why? I think just vanilla. I don't think I need the other stuff. I, I like vanilla ice cream. Sure. I like, you know, Does anybody everybody, not? Everybody likes ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Everybody likes ice cream. But I, I, I'm also okay with just like the simple flavors. Sure. Get chocolate, get vanilla. Of course. Uh, so I would just do vanilla. But if you got any of the other ones, there's no problem there as well. I would just stick with the original. Vanil- vanilla bean is the one with the little black flecks. Yeah. Vanilla bean. Yeah. Right? That one makes sense. French vanilla, I think, is made with more cream. I was going to say a little sweeter, right? And, and creamier, for lack of a Maybe it's the sweetness mm-hmm. that makes it feel that way. Golden vanilla and triple vanilla feels like marketing. <laughs> right? I don't know if there's any discernible dis- uh, difference in those. Twice the amount of calories. <laughs> Fine. I'm Come okay on with down that. today. By the way, I just looked up golden vanilla, uh, vanilla, and it's just like more yellow. And so it's that's what yeah, it's, it's yeah, marketing. That's what it right? is, right? We'll just put a little food coloring in that, and now it's golden vanilla, right? And that's not just vanilla sleeve; it's golden vanilla. There, it's impossible to beat what you did about forty-five minutes ago, which was what. I just want somebody's life in my hands. Yes, I would like that. I'd be good. By the way, I think if you have the right face, you're in good, you're fine, <laughs> right? If you don't. Probably don't want Walking me in with a little swag, box. some confidence. You no better problem. not. You better not break eye contact with me. That's all I can say. Is that that's a tell that right there. Very quickly. Any truth to the rumors floating around that the real reason the Mandy's were delayed is that your show was winning in the early returns, so the Illuminati delayed it so they could get their bots to rig it. Hashtag ask silly. Yes.
I think so, yeah, too. That's, I think so, too. No question about that. We got to win. Astley, look, Ted, what we're doing right now needs to translate to two Fridays from right now. By the yeah. way, we're under the two-week mark before the uh, Mandy's come. Get your speech ready because you're going to win. You should snag that man of the people one. Just eh, grab I don't care about quick. that. I care grab about Ask Slee. That's what needs to happen. Anthony Davis has not touched a basketball in quite some time. Is yep. that a big deal? That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.